0: Hi guys! By the time you hear this, many of you are easing back to the outside world para ipagpatuloy ang mga trabaho nyo to continue putting food on your tables. And of course, there's some difficulty there for commuters in particular because the transport system has yet to go back into full swing, uh, especially dito sa Metro Manila. Pero sana po, kahit mahirap, Wag natin kalimutan to protect ourselves through proper distancing and protective gear. Face mask is key. Okay, speaking of going back to work, kami pong mga artists, you know, bands, singers, actors. We are cry, uh, quite a worried group of people because we don't know for sure when live events will return and how they will return. In this thing we call the new normal. So this leads me to my next guest. One of the country's top lighting directors for events and concerts, big or small, local and imports. She has lit them all. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Shakira, Vilia Symes, or Shari for short. Hi, Shari.
1: Hello, hello. Hello,
0: everybody. Hey, Jet. Hey, I know you're... I know you're really busy right now. Uh, you just came from a call. Uh, but thank you for giving us or squeezing in at least 30 minutes of your time to... Uh, hopefully, it's just 30 minutes of your time to talk to us. And you know we get to know more about you and this cause that you're uh, doing currently. So thank you for doing this, Sherry. My pleasure. All right, Shars, I've known you for like forever. <laughs> but we never really got to chat a lot, no, because we'd be both at work, diba? I'm on stage and you're at the control booth. So, nagaasara lang tie for five minutes and then we're off doing what we need to do. So, yeah. this is really special to me that I get to know more about what you're doing, what you have done, and what you're doing not just for yourself, but for, for all the artists in this situation that we're in now. Uh, but first, let's talk a little bit about you. Like, I don't know you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> si Shari po, uh, dear listeners, um, sa mga hindi po nakakaalam, matagal ko na po kilala. 90s pa. And I can safely say that I've, I've seen her career grow from an assistant lighting director of our concert tours to being her own. Person and her own celebrity, if you will, because si Shari Villa po, uh, thats how I know her, because. But really, her name is now Shakira Vilja simes Um, is one of the busiest and the most sought-after lighting directors in the country. ba tayo huli nagsama? 90s frontman pa yun, diba
1: Yeah, that was um January. That was the last January. time we were together.
0: Yeah. And you remember at that time people were already uh, wearing face masks, no? In the yes. audience, that was the start of it, and we're really lucky that we were able to mount that show at all. And many thanks to you, um, because you you lit us all very well. It was me, Wencesi Cornejo, Basti Tadi, and Dong Abay. Part of that uh, show success was your lighting, you know. And congratulations for another job well done.
1: I had fun. I had mad fun with you guys. Especially for one particular prod number that was literally
0: <laughs> fun. Paburito mo yun, ba? Yeah.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> so I'm out fact, of character. Think,
0: yeah. Uh, to those who did not catch the show, we did a boy band medley. <laughs> and I think it would have pleased Shari to no end if we did a whole boy band show na lang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because uh, you were really looking forward to that, ba?
1: Well, I I was, I saw the sequence guide, but seeing it live <laughs> and during rehearsals, you know, I couldn't really concentrate because I was laughing, laughing out loud.
0: But you have to give us props for our choreography and our costume. Oh yeah, man. We, oh yeah. We really worked hard for that, especially Basti. Did you know that he was our dance captain?
1: I, I can imagine. And I can imagine that the concept came from him.
0: He wanted everyone to be sabay sabay, gusunya lahat talagang, true to form, you know? Yeah. So I never saw Basti the same way again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was a concert of good friends, you included, you know? And um, how many uh, import acts have you lit in your career? Can, can you count or give a wild guess?
1: Probably more than 30. Last was probably Armin Van Buren and. It, it ranges from concert in uh, i did Angoon, moon pools and caterpillars
0: i love Angoon oh moon pools and caterpillars yeah
1: yeah the first time they came here um lotus eaters when they came here um beach boys <laughs> uh the course um oh but, but the most memorable is, yeah the the one that sticks to my mind is michelle Legrand
0: and why is that the um, challenge was different from the rest or
1: well, you're in awe. I was in awe the whole time that you know the the maestro was there and he was conducting and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To, to see it live to see him conduct the orchestra and to light him at the same time It was really an out of body experience I mean this a man. Who composed all these all these songs that I grew up with? So up to now, that still sticks. But then Segurly, you go to Megadeth. challenge
0: none. and then you go to <laughs> Megadeth. <Okay. laughs> so wow,
1: it's, it's a bit bi- major bipolar then, pero. Uh,
0: yeah, I was gonna, gonna say better. I I have to commend you that your mental health is still pretty much there, you know. <laughs> but you know, it must, be, it must be a great job. I mean, I can always tell people that being a singer for a band is the best job in the world. I can always say that. But really, if there's one other job that I would like to do, is your job. Because you get to work with different artists and of course different requirements, different budgets, diba. Right?
1: Yes, Uh, different
0: Um, different size venues how do you deal with all that?
1: Different directors, that's that's it Mm -hmm. that's the adrenaline factor and the challenge about it and when you think of it as a craft more than a a a livelihood if you think of it that way and you want to make sure that you know, no show looks the same and you have this mantra that you're only as good as your last show you get that High energy feeling that, okay, you got to give this your best shot again and again and again.
0: So guys, Shari, like I mentioned earlier, uh, also, I don't know if I did mention it earlier, but anyway, she has a bar in Quezon City that's been there for like forever. And bands, upstarts or even popular bands have played there at some point in their careers. It's a place called Big Sky Mind. You co-own that place, right, Sherry?
1: Yes, I co-own I co- it with Cindy and her siblings.
0: Cindy Malong, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: Cindy, the boss Cindy Malong. Do not mess <laughs> with
0: her. And it's, little, it's this little cute place, which I think used to be a house. I don't know, but it's it's small. It's in a corner, some tucked in a corner somewhere in Quezon City. But it's just as popular as the name Club Dread because, like I said, Matagal na siya doon. It's been in existence. Well, of course, pre-COVID, you know, it's been there forever. Uh, you you keep that bar because is it like a parang break for you from the work that you do?
1: Yes, and um, because I grew up from uh, you know going to lower Timog Club Dread, mm-hmm. and when it went to Cubao, you know, you just you just don't want to have that scene fade away. So with, right. with, uh, with Big Sky, we just sort of, um, you know, just to keep the atmosphere. That's why we had Hank on board even. But at the same time, we didn't want it to be out there. We don't have a website. We don't have publicity. We have one Facebook page that um, a regular customer maintains. You know, we don't shout it out that we're here, but we're here.
0: <laughs> to sort of keep that underground uh, effect, Seguro, no? Yes. But really, it's it's really a place of friends. Um the few times that I've performed there and I've been there lagi ako makikilala doon eh and it's not just one person, sometimes it's it's a group of people, you know. So it's like a melting pot of friends, if you will, you know. It's a home. It's a home. It's a home, really. Uh, it's very homey. And now my question is, uh since you own that bar, so of course, you, there, you check the place, you know you mga your hands to do some lighting work when you're, when, you know, when you're in that club?
1: <laughs> there are times, but um, the beauty of Big Sky, once you enter the doors, you kind of leave the day you had. You kind of leave everything behind and you just sit back and talk to people who have, you know, about anything under the sun.
0: And you are very close to a lot of bands, right? Um, you're friends with everybody. Everybody I know yes. knows the name Shari, and uh, is that because you've worked with them in some capacity before, or wala lang? you're really just a super friendly
1: type? It, it's also thanks to the great band scene uh, '94 '95, and that's when we actually met. Mm-hmm. But I do remember lighting you at the top at the rooftop of the Metropolitan Theater. Yep. Around a uh, late eighties. Oh yeah. Oo nga no. So right. we didn't know each other then, and I was very shy. It was my practicum at that time. And then... <laughs> Nene <ka panon. laughs> And then I went to UP Diliman and, and enrolled in theater arts just to study lighting design. So while there, some barking goana called me up and said, Hey, um, we have a play at the Repertory Philippines. Our lighting designer needs a boards, boardsman. There's somebody who executes oh. the lighting design. And that turned okay. out to be Martin Esteva, who was um, the Don's uh, LD at that time. Right. So it was thanks to him that I did up exposing concerts.
0: Okay, so let me stop you there. So your exposure pala, your first professional exposure was not the band scene, but theater.
1: Yes, the theater. Ah, uh, okay.
0: I didn't know that. That's interesting. See, tagalan natin magkaibigan. I didn't even know that. Um... <laughs> But one thing about you, Shari, you don't change. From the first time I met you to now, you're, you look the same. You don't age. Maybe this lighting gig is good for you, huh?
1: But I don't climb trusses anymore. I think that those were the days when you caught me being up there. in the, in the
0: Climbing trusses, um, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't do that anymore. So that has changed.
0: Now you have people doing it for you, which is great. Because, you know, safety first.
1: Also technology, it plays a vital role. now. Nowadays, you have moving heads. Back in the 90s, we have these park hands that
0: you have to focus manually. Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh. Everything was uh, analog back then.
1: Yep.
0: And now you have all these mechanical gizmos to, to aid you in making things go faster, especially in events, because you do a lot of events. And a lot of these events really work under the clock, diba. That's
1: right. Uh, we have to do wow. it. Um, the, the, the day you come in uh, depends on the producer mm-hmm. and the venue. Um, the, we have a. We have a thing called 1201 Ingress, you know, the day itself, the midnight of that day. And you have the the show that same night. We have to rush everything, make sure everything's safe, up and running, direct,
0: Okay, so now we're talking events, we're talking concerts, things that were normal back then. Things that we even took for granted at some point because we know they're always there. And now we're faced with this. Who would think, diba ba, Shari, na aabot tayo sa ganitong panahon? But it's here. It's staring us in the face. And now, uh, a lot of artists uh, are worried. Like I said earlier, hindi natin alam kung kailan babalik yung normal na events and concerts. And now you're there, Shari, as the founder of the National Live Coalition, Live, live events. events Coalition, or NLEC. And I'm proud to say that I support that group. Thank you. And you seem to have found a way to be the voice of our plight as artists. Not just as artists, yung mga live events workers natin, who are, I think, in more dire straits than us. No? Kasi sila yung talagang uh, kailangan ng trabaho. And now, uh, things are Ground to a halt, and we are really hoping that someday it will come back. And you provide the voice for that. So, this organization or this movement, Sherry, uh, how far has it gone already in terms of you know uh, lobbying for support from government officials or decision makers? How far have you gone?
1: It went very fast, considering that we just started April twenty nine. And from the Congress, thank you to thanks to big thanks to Congressman de to Venesia mm-hmm. and Chair Lisa Dino of the FDCP. Big thanks to these two people. Our pleas are now elevated to the Senate.
0: Okay, and uh, narinig ba tayo? Narinig ba?
1: We have to make people understand that we are appealing in behalf of the industry for certain stimulus bills that um, can help the industry. Uh, we right now we're trying to have um, the Department of Trade and Industry recognize live events as an industry of its own. Mm-hmm. We ourscus is very very distinct. You know, in simple terms, a live event is an occasion involving an audience. It occurs in real time. Right. Um, it has technical services provided to to amplify this this occasion. But the simplicity of the term actually has a very large bio network. I mean, a single live event connects a lot of manpower and services. So the ecosystem is really big. It's really wide. That's why at the uh, to to see it, it as an ec- economic factor mm-hmm. and a contrib- contributor in the GDP, we are an industry of our own, in its own. I mean a distinct industry that's why I keep telling people it's an experience industry it's a, a whole, it
0: provides a lot of jobs a lot
1: a lot um, um if you um, see your
0: favorite artist on stage there are a lot more people behind that stage and on the sides and in the control booth right who are working to make that show work right
1: yes it also supports the creative economic um industry because we're talking about scriptwriters, playwrights. I mean, live events, you have the performing mm-hmm. arts, you have theater there, you have the musicals. So it's really large, Jet. I mean, the ecosystem is really um, massive.
0: Okay, so taking off bits from what you just said, uh, there's really a tough call to be made here because... While, as artists or as events workers, meaning your stage manager, your lighting director, your stage hands, are in need of getting back to work as soon as possible to feed families, you know, there's also the moral question, diba. Since you said na nga, na we involve audiences, yes. there's also the moral question because we're dealing with something like COVID, right? And there's that uncomfortable middle, if I may say, you know. Now how do we address that? So has the NLEC come up with a, a model or a device in a way to present?
1: Yes. We actually we were the first to craft a safety guideline and protocol um in core in close coordination with the guidelines of DOH and IATF. We just don't want to bring right. it out there because um you know, not because, according to Congressman Toff, not because you can, you should. So we have a phase one and phase two. This already how it is in other countries. Okay. Uh, phase one is the opening. Phase two is the, you know, general reopening of, of businesses. And now we're crafting the most nitty-gritty part of it all, the phase three. And we have a lot of collaborators here, agencies, technical directors, the venues, um, production designers, uh, concert producers. Mm-hmm. We are crafting this that tailor fits the industry. I mean, we're talking about um, the back of house, the loading docks. I mean, where does the safety start and where does the safety continuously um, uh, grow? Uh, we think of the audience spe- specifically, right? the attendees. Uh, we think of um, the seating arrangement. The wedding sector is also part of of the live event industry. So we're we're mm-hmm, thinking about mm-hmm. um, the the table seating, whether it's rectangular or circular, what best accommodates everybody. We're thinking of 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 um, props for for stage actors. Uh, how do you best disinfect this? It all boils down in the very meticulous phase three plan of the safety guidelines that um, Chair Lisa is helping us uh, elevate it again to the IATF.
0: So thank you to Congressman Toff and to Chair Lisa Dino for providing us with a voice. And and to you, Sherry, uh, I hope that uh, you will continue. (laughs) (laughs) And you have my support. And so, you know, is there there something that you uh, sort of follow as far as guidelines are concerned, like, for instance, other countries, you know, are they doing something that could provide some sort of uh, inspiration for you guys on how they're dealing with this?
1: Well, there, there are the drive-in concerts happening in uh, Switzerland, Sweden, Denmark. But in our, you know, you, you really don't want to gamble with life and death.
0: Of course, yes.
1: So we still want to, to fine tune as much as possible because, we, you know, we're, at the end of the day, we're, we're responsible for everybody. Mm-hmm. So while we are inspired by, by the reopening in certain countries, especially for live events, what we want to do is also to have an audience, um, the audience confidence. So we want to we want to make a stim- a simulation. Right. So. We want to show it to the new age, to the IPF. Uh, we want to invite uh, artists, and then we want to do that just to give to give confidence.
0: So, Shars, when it comes to presenting options or possibilities for live events, when it comes to theater venues, do you look to other countries for models? Like, I post on Facebook, nun, I think it came from Germany, that they sort of redid this uh, or rethought this seating arrangement for theaters. It's no distance. Do you see that happening here?
1: It, 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 it's, a, it's a possibility that that would happen here. Um, we are coordinating with the NCCA. If we could use the Cultural Center of the Philippines as a model for a simulation. Mm-hmm. But we're also thinking of ways to have a divider uh, we um, because we have to think about the venue owners, uh, the the theater um, institutions. They will lose a lot of income, a lot of tickets, a lot of money if we, you know, if we adhere to a lot of, of big spaces and seats that that could be taken out. Right. So we are still in the planning.
0: You think this would also translate to movie theaters? Parang across the board na to eh, no? If ever an approval is is gained, yes. right? Yes.
1: That's why a lot of people are saying that, um, um, you know, FDCP, what, what is the role um, in live events? If you think about it, we cater to the same pack audience, same seating arrangements for certain venues. That's why we're collaborating on this. And, and you know, also have a, a joint guideline that serves audiences because otherwise a lot of people will, will just be bombarded with technical terms.
0: Right, right.
1: So if, if it applies, you know, what certain uh, guidelines can apply for the cinema, so if certain guidelines can uh, apply for the theater seating.
0: Okay, so I want to get your thought on this. Naman. Um, I don't know if this is part of the scope of your concern uh, in the end. Because like, we're talking about theaters, you know, bigger events, kung baga, no? bigger concerts. What about the bars? You own a bar, right? Big Sky Mind. How do you see it
1: changing? Well, we have to discuss that. There are st- also certain protocols are waiting from the IATF on uh, how the the restaurants go, mm-hmm. and we are quite lucky that we have a uh, a, a facade, or we have a you know the the en- near by the entrance that parking lot sort of space that we can implement social distancing. And then we're thinking of limiting the people inside. So it's going to be a semi-outdoor for us, for Big Sky. I'm just talking about Big Sky, but for the nightlife gig industry, mm-hmm. we need a lot of um, help really from the IATF, how it goes, if we could all collaborate because in the, in the ecosystem of live events, you know, our members or everybody involved in the community of live events rely on these places for gigs.
0: Yes. I raise my hand to that because, you know, our band, uh, we play small venues, big venues, just the same. And there are times when we play in a lot of small venues. So, pati ako, siyempre, nagtataka din, paano kaya nila gagawin to? You know? Um, siyempre, mas maliit na venue, mas masikip, di ba? So, and yet, bar owners also need to make money. So they have to really recalculate everything, right? Yeah. Uh, their expenses and their profit. You know, it's going to be cut down. And um, it's really a challenging thing what you're doing, Sherry. But it's great that uh, there are people like you who are think tanking this para magkaroon ng solusyon. Do you have uh, like a conservative estimate as to when at least the live events, no, uh, corporate events or concerts, you have a conservative estimate as to when things are going to roll again?
1: A good estimate or a realistic estimate would, for me mm-hmm. is uh, late January or late February. You know, Jet, we cannot keep relying on a vaccine. Right. So as um, um, I, I said this to Eric Garuncho in an interview, you know there are several factors with this pandemic you know it's either it loses its potency or another uh, worst case scenario it, it becomes more virulent mm-hmm. or, or or even worse or we live with it right so um but if we, we we keep being afraid of it you know businesses will never open but at the same time we have to be cautious so if it's ingrained in our in our system that we have to we have to be safe and practice all the uh, social distancing and and um, you know the cleaning of the hands and, and all the sanitary safety procedures, if it becomes a mantra, maybe it can help the situation. But well, right now, everybody, the entire world is on a wait and see. Um, some countries are taking steps. Some countries are reopening. Um some countries are already on the phase three. Fingers crossed that um you know we open we open sooner than later.
0: Having said that, I guess we just have to really yeah, keep our fingers crossed. And prayers. Um prayers are I think very useful right now. Nasana things go back to normal sooner or at least some semblance of normalcy because a lot of uh, our brothers and sisters, yung mga kapatid natin, mga taga ng sound system, mga tumutulong sa lights and everything, you know. Minsan nag-PM sila sa akin. Hindi naman humihingi ng tulong, pero sinasabi lang nila yung mga nila na kailangan nilang kumita, pero naiintindihan nila yung sitwasyon, no? So, Shari, um before we go, is there anything else you would like to share with our audience uh, when it comes to you know, uh, anything else when it comes to this uh, live events uh, situation that we're in now?
1: Well, not to lose hope. We're all in this together. I'm sure you're very familiar with the wall of death in a metal show. <laughs> <laughs> one of the basic rules is if somebody falls down, pick that person up. So that's the wall of death. It's the same if you think about it here in live events. Don't think you're the only one suffering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're here and. We're going to help each other, and has a holistic view from for from for all sectors. Whether you are a event marshal or a stylist, a stage manager, or you own a big lights and sounds company, or you're, you're you're into the staging business, we're all out here for you, and we you know everybody's considered. The welfare of everybody is considered. And we want to do that in the long term with everybody's cooperation.
0: Well said, well said. Shars, you know, I had this conversation with Raymond Marasigan in a previous podcast, and he had very good ideas also on how we can ease back into working. Um, one of his ideas uh, for his band Sandwich, I believe, was to do little gigs, you know, maybe in a, in a studio. Where there will be selected audiences. And just to get the ball rolling, ba, para makatugtug lang ulet. And then he also had this idea of uh, featuring live performances on video. And hopefully, uh, our sponsors would pay uh, the expenses for the band, for the sound system, and everything, instead of charging them to the consumer or to the audience. So may mga ideas din naman yan. Dami ideas that are coming yeah. uh, there's, to the forefront.
1: Mm-hmm. There's, there's a thing called hybrid event. Um, it's pretty much like the drive-in concept of half live, half virtual. Uh, you know, because we cannot think about um, if, we, in the long term, what about the production designers? I mean, what about these licensed sound suppliers who invested with in all this equipment? You cannot box them in in a, in a digital screen so we can still incorporate that in a hybrid event you know have a full setup but your audience is virtual there you go uh-huh. it's, it's on video so we are looking into that also.
0: You know, I, I did say that I was going to let you go like 10 minutes ago. But I one last question, okay? <laughs> I know you're really busy, but one last question. So what what's keeping you busy now? I mean, is is there some sort of alternate source of income for you now that uh, the lighting industry is also, you know, waiting in the wings?
1: There is um, a car launch um, that's going to be done uh, in, in a hybrid way. So basically, I'm just going to set it up and then it's going to be shown uh, in in a digital format. But what's really keeping me busy since March is the fundraiser for the freelancers. And that's where the coalition, you know, uh, was thought of. Because uh, most of our beneficiaries, they really eh? Mm crisscross it. One, there's a stagehand in theater who does concerts. There's a stylist in concerts and, and um, festivals who does weddings. So you kind of see the link and transcending from that, transcending from the freelancers. That's the reason the National Live Events Coalition was born. You think of each and every corporate agency, a wedding planner, we're all in this together because everything that has a live experience has been shut down.
0: Right. So folks... If you want to learn more, um, uh, the NLEC has its own Facebook, right?
1: Yes, and there's also the secretariat page where they can uh, inquire. NLEC page.
0: Okay, so you search lang National Live Events Coalition,
1: NPH. and it's gonna
0: turn up. Yeah, so you can learn more about uh, this movement, this very positive movement that uh, our friend here Shari has founded. Shari, maraming maraming salamat for your time. Thank you for. Educating us on what's going on and the steps you are taking to serve as a voice for us artists. Marami salamata. Thanks,
1: Jet. At the end of the day, I want to go back to the tech booth.
0: Yeah, para makulitan ulit tayo before the show. Uh, <laughs> I miss that, <laughs> I really do. But, you know, we, we gotta. Me
1: too.
0: Yeah, hingang malalim. Stay safe, everybody. This is Jet Pangan with my guest, Shakira Vilja Simes. Thank
1: you. Bye.